the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome this morning to St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of this morning's Mass, which is of course the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of John McLaughlin. Especially to the church today, we welcome uh, Janie, his wife, and also Angela and John. We welcome Robert as well, and welcome the grandchildren, Darren and Christopher and Josh and uh, Gillian and Ashley, and we especially remember Sandra and Jared, who can't be with us here today, but will be very much united with us in their thoughts and prayers. Welcome also to all the family who are here, and also welcome to many friends of uh, John and Janie's who are here as well, uh, and especially neighbours who have known them for for many years. Today we've come to... Uh, offer our prayers uh, for someone whom we regarded very highly, all of us. Uh, John was such a good and kind and generous man, and we want to uh, especially remember him in our our prayers today, but uh, we remember him very fondly uh, for all the good that he did in his life. Today we open with that uh, lovely hymn, Amazing Grace, and certainly John himself kind of felt as if that he was always guided by that gift of amazing grace. He considered himself very blessed in his life, in his family, uh, and in his friends, and in the things and the work that he'd had in his life. 
to begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life, Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they, they, they did appear to die. They're going to look like a disaster. They're leaving us like an annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with their immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessing be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Shine 
reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all. We may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus Christ? No. He not only died for us, He rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand, he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ, even if we are troubled or worried, or being persecuted, or lacking food, or clothes, or being threatened, or even attacked. These are the trials through which we triumph, by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death, nor life, nor angel, nor prince, Nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you, and after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. The last few years, John McLaughlin's health has been poor. A few years ago, both he and Janie were in hospital at the same time, and it was not thought that he would make it then, not recover from that illness. But he fought back, uh, not to be fully well again, but to be looked after at Angela's home and eventually to move to a new home with Janie. The last years were difficult for a man who liked to be out in the wide open spaces of the countryside. All his life he had liked the countryside, the fresh air and travelling to new places. I think he simply accepted the limitations imposed on him by the illness. The last few weeks were troubling for him too. The illness seemed to have become more critical and he began both to look and to feel very ill indeed. I was able to give him Holy Communion and the last sacraments in those last days, and he was greatly consoled by these things. He knew himself that these were the last days of his life, and with great prayer himself, he commended himself to God. And he said to me as I left uh, the house for the last time with him that he loved his faith and the church, And I knew that he meant these things with all his heart. Today at Mass, Jesus promises the apostles and disciples a place with him in his father's home. And more than that, he goes to prepare that place for them. And that promise today, we realize, is extended to us, a place with him, a place which he prepares for us. And those words, John himself kept very close to himself and his life. He knew at the end it wasn't darkness, not a sign that he was to be excluded, but rather the promise of God was to be with him. And God always keeps his promises. He doesn't go back on what he said. And with faith and hope, John trusted that promise, and we know that he will not be disappointed. All his life, uh, faith was important to John McLaughlin uh, from being a small child uh, to his final days and he kept that faith and lived it. That grace of his own life uh, given to him by God was nourished and of course he was self-evidently as we know ourselves 
a very good and kind man indeed. John was born and, and brought up here in Cambus Lang, brought up in the West Coats Road. His parents were John and Mary Catherine. His father had been a, a foreman in the railways. His mother worked in her earlier life in service and then was a homemaker. His mother died at a, a younger stage of his life uh, and also a brother as well at the age of 10. His sister also was unwell at times in her life and he looked after her too, along with Janie. He attended uh, the schools here in the parish, and of course he attended this parish itself, where he made most of his sacraments, baptised, confirmed, made his confession, and also First Holy Communion as well. In, in later life he had, had mem many memories of childhood, but uh, one of his uh, uh, predominant memories was of bombers flying overhead in the Second World War. As most of you will know that he worked in his working life as an electrical engineer fixing TVs. I suppose over the course we probably fix most of our TVs. Although no one fixes TVs anymore. He was also, uh, as, as you might know, a, a union official as well, uh, covering the whole of Scotland as well. He was a skilled negotiator. He was determined to secure better wages and conditions for the workers and represented individuals in tribunals tirelessly and faithfully. He had a great spirit of service in his own life, a great desire to be of service to others, and these values themselves were passed on to his own family as well. He met his wife, uh, Sarah Jane uh, uh, Kelly, uh, full name today, uh, on a New Year's night, and was later to be married on the 7th of September 1963. They were to have a very long and very happy marriage, 55 years together. Stayed in different places, as uh, family will know, at Mill Street in Rutherglen and then the Main Street, and then eventually to the family home once again, in West Coats Road. Different people popped, over, popped up over the next few years. Daughter Angela was born in 1965, son John in 1967. All their life, the son and daughter were very close to their parents and knew that they had the best of parents. Later in life, he would move to Castle Chimmins and halfway and Rod Redlaw Wood Road and Wheatsheaf Wind and then back again to another house in Redlaw Wood Road as well. It goes without saying uh, today that family was very important to him and he was delighted to welcome Robert and Sandra to the family and delighted to have grandchildren Darren, Christopher, Josh and Jared in the United States. He was also delighted to welcome Gillian and Ashley to the family too. He grown up in his own life with a strong sense of family and continued to have a strong sense of family life all through his life and certainly wanted to pass that on to others. He's very well known uh, everywhere, I think, as the man who fixed TVs. He worked for DER, a firm that will be well known to some of the older members of the congregation. He had stories to tell. 
he often was given a drink on each of the visits. And of course, as you know himself, yourself, being a most hospitable person, he never liked to refuse. I'm not sure that that made it easier to fix the televisions afterwards or not. He also told a story apparently of killing a budgie on a visit uh, to fix a television. The bird itself had been flying about and he swatted it and killed it. Accidentally, of course. Not knowing what to do, he stuffed it in the back of the television <laughs> and told the owner it had flown out the window. I think he always felt a bit guilty about that one. Everyone has the same opinion of John McLaughlin. He was a genuinely nice and good man, a very engaging man in conversation and a very easy man to talk to. He had a very warm personality, humorous and funny. And he had kindly ways about him too, and he was always respectful of people. People always thought a lot of him. There has, unfortunately, for all of us, for everyone, an end in the road in life. And as I mentioned to you before, John was fully aware that he'd reached that end point over these weeks. He was ready and the bags were packed. So many good things that we could say about John today, kind and considerate and thoughtful, and will be well missed by family and friends. At Mass today, we're in the place where he was baptised and made most of his sacraments. He returns to here for these final <coughs> prayers. Where it began, it now ends. May God grant him the peace that he always yearned for at the end of his life. May God reward him for his generosity and kindness. And we can only think that God will be well pleased with him. Let us turn to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow <coughs> in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our brother John, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For John, our brother, who sleeps in the Lord, that he may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of his goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions.
God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please be seated. We now join in singing our offer to him, the Lord's my shepherd. Brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant John, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your Son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful Judge, who lives and reigns forever and ever. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection has dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, Life is changed, not ended. And when this earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for them in heaven. And so with angels, archangels, 
thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven. We sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Glory, glory, glory. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life, the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant John, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, our spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin, and save from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, 
who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Please join in singing our communion hymn, How Great Thou Art. and 
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever.
Please join in singing our final hymn, Walk With Me. Bright.